Let me tell you about uh, Rough Greens. Uh, you you always try to do the right thing for your dog um, because you love him or her, and they they just it's a special do- a, a bond between our dogs. Uh, I don't understand the bond with cats, but I'm here to talk to you about Rough Greens, which is for dogs. Uh, and uh, you, all you do is you take a little bit of Rough Greens, just a little cup of it, uh, and you put it on your dog's dry kibble food or whatever they eat, and dogs, all the dogs that I know, they go crazy for it and love it. And it has vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. It's healthy for your dog. It's probably in rough greens. Um, my vet loved the fact that we were feeding Udo. She said, if you can get him to eat this, uh, it's fantastic. Well, he loves it. Wolf's his food down now where he didn't before. Rough greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Going to take some of your thoughts and phone calls here in just a minute and uh, a little bit more as we get ready for Donald Trump surrendering at Fulton County Jail. an amazing day in america though when you have the former president of the united states being booked at fulton county jail uh and you have what nine of his attorneys also being booked uh we're, we're now prosecuting not only our rival but we're also now prosecuting prosecuting attorneys i, I mean i never thought i would live to see the day uh, that this was going on in america but it is. And we also are looking towards the future. The debate last night. I'd love to hear your comments on it at 888-727-BECK. See what you had to, uh, what you felt about the performance of all of the candidates last night. We'll do that in 60 seconds. Listen, I don't know if the zombies are coming or not, but, uh, you know, I've always thought they didn't exist, but I also didn't see, you know, attorneys and a former president going to jail either. So either way, it's zombies or just, you know, the fact of life that we have runaway inflation. The fact is we're living in unprecedented times right now, and they're going to get worse before they get better. In these turbulent times, having something solid, something real, is a real lifeline, and you can trust Goldline to always bring something special to the table. And this is no exception. Here is the uh, deal of the week. American Eagles are really in demand. They almost never make it to the specials, but this time, Goldline is making an exception. When you buy a full tube, that's 50 coins of the one-tenth ounce American Eagle gold coin. They'll throw in 10 of the one ounce American Eagle silver coins for free. Heads up, it doesn't apply to IRA orders, but the coins are flying off the shelves as they always do. Get them while they last. Goldline, a beacon for those seeking stability. 
They get it. So should you. Do your own homework and find out if gold or silver is right for you. Goldline.com, 866-GOLDLINE. So, uh, Stu, the, I, I think the um, Fox News has done a great disservice uh, for America as I am watching the news um, on CNN, MSNBC, CNBC, and Fox News. So I'm watching the four real networks, and nobody's really covering the debates. They're talking about it, but nobody's playing any of the clips. This is such a disservice to the republic, such a disservice to the Republicans, and it's it is Fox's decision, but it's it's the GOP's fault for allowing them to do it. You should have said no, no. You don't get the debate unless you meet right. terms that that meet both of our goals, right. right? You guys get something out of having the exclusive that night, and then it becomes part of the news cycle. Correct. That's a, that's how these things seemingly right. have always worked. And so there are a lot of places. Um, Radio, television, internet, especially, you you can't play them. You can't play any of these clips. Or Fox has said they will come after you and sue you. It is it's ridiculous and is real disservice to the um, uh, to the nation and to the GOP um, because it was it was quite good uh, last night, uh, and I think you showed. It, uh, I came away hopeful. Usually I watch these debates and I'm like, oh, shut up. And I didn't get there. I, I actually enjoyed even the dummies on stage, strangely. Yeah. I, it, well, it was, it was kind of interesting. It was. Like, I thought this is a totally wrong take to, to, to have on conservative radio probably, but I actually thought Chris Christie's uh, appearance there made it better. Because he's like, he gets in the middle of stuff and like, no one's going to vote for the guy and like, no one yeah. takes him seriously, but he does, he does argue. He had a couple, you know, a couple of good lines. Mm. I was, I thought there was a good chance he was going to go on there and just nonstop talk about how evil Donald Trump was. He did a little of that, but not much. It was really like he was acting, he seemed like he was actually running as a candidate, but the fact that he, he'll mix it up and it did create some of the better back and forth moments of yeah. the night, even when he lost them. Uh, let me go to uh, Lee in Virginia. What did you think of the debate last night? Oh, it was uh, okay, I suppose. I only watched about the second half of it. But it was one of those things where I, I didn't really appreciate a lot of the questions. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted something more deep. Um, some of the answers seemed more canned. Although, I, um, anytime Vivek seemed to get in it with anybody, that was incredibly entertaining. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> And um, and then um, even I'm not really a King uh, Chris Christie fan, but um, I'm, I really appreciated his initial reaction to the UFO question hmm. with the what? This is yeah. What I'm getting? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I agree with you, Lee, and I I, I think the questions uh, from the moderators were less than uh, just silly or not so good. I, I think. There were several questions that, especially the abortion question, the way it was phrased, Martha McCallum comes up and says, it's a loser for Republicans. No, it's not. No, it's re it's really not. Uh, it might have been right after in 2020. But if you look at what's happened uh, since, 25 states have moved to put restrictions, uh, more restrictions uh, on uh, abortion. And all of the governors that signed these, all of them 
have won if they were in their race. There has been some negative political yeah, there has effects. Been. that, Like, I mean, the Ohio situation we talked about a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago was not good. There's been several. There have been ramifications to this, though. I keep asking this question, and I... And I thought this was one of the, Nikki Haley's really bad moments last night. I do too. Again, I don't, you know, she's fine. But like, you're, the fact that you're talking politics around this issue is, is rough. It's like, if you can't trade election losses for saving millions of babies' lives, what the hell are you worth? Who yeah. are you? What's the point of right. you if you can't do that? And like, I get that the correct answer to me, Glenn, is like, look, we want to save as many babies as possible, Right. We'll take every incremental step we can take to get to that end. The long term is we need to convince people hearts and minds need to be changed. Yes. So that this is as abhorrent to Americans as slavery is. Mm-hmm. And we have a constitutional amendment that bans it. Yes. But like we I understand we're not going to get there today. Nikki Haley's point on we don't have enough senators to pass it is correct. But like that doesn't mean you don't try. There should be a constitutional amendment banning abortion every single year See, they they this, they uh they vote on. This is the problem with the GOP. They are afraid of their own shadow and the shadows that are cast by progressives, democrats and the media. Mm-hmm. You know, they say uh the the fact check from I think it was Washington Post or New York Times came out and uh, the fact check on abortion was nobody is trying to go for you oh. know no limit abortion that's absolutely not true and they reported in their fact check that no there's there's that nobody's pushing for that nobody's pushing for that what are you talking about i mean seven states already have a law that says any point during the pregnancy what do you mean no one supports it there's we must have a hundred different politicians on record on the, all in the Democratic Party, saying there are no limits on abortion. There should be no limits. There are no limits. I don't support any limits. What are you talking about? No one's advocating for this. I know. And this is what happens when you have a, uh, a media that represents the establishment and doesn't represent the people uh, anymore. Bob in Kansas, what did you think of the debate last night? Uh, wow, I'm surprised you got to me. Um, I just wanted to say that... Uh, Vivek um, both helped and hurt himself. Um, mm. I think that a lot of good things uh, that would uh, push the party party forward and uh, a lot of revolutionary type of things. Um, he always says those type of things. But at the same time, uh, he was really kind of condescending in some of the things that he said and how he said them, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, and so I think that he kind of helped himself, but he hurt himself. So yeah. he won and lost. And, and if I could say something on a personal note, um, as a recovering alcoholic myself, um, you did save my life. Um, I, I called in another time and, um, uh, and I was drunk, <laughs> but, uh, you did save my life and, uh, uh, I didn't, I didn't get on the line, but, uh, that time that I called, but, uh, I called in that other time because of the guy that, um, called in cause he didn't, he didn't want to continue. Um, and I know you what i'm talking about but i do um i i I just appreciate you and and uh um it took me getting a new liver to to be here but uh i I appreciate you wow i am so glad that you are recovering bob and that you're still with us and life only gets better the farther you get away from your drinking days the more you realize wow i i really i love life it is good Thanks, Bob, for your call. That gave me chills. I don't know if I just didn't expect it because we're just talking in the middle of dumb politics right now, but like that gave me chills. That, I mean, uh, that's incredible. 
you've you say, you've destroyed so many lives and you saved one. <laughs> well, so congr- thank you. No, but seriously, that really that's 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 amazing. That's really a great nice. story. Really nice. Story. Thank you for that. Um, uh, Decker in Texas, the debate. Yes, sir. Uh, Ramaswamy killed it. Mm. I think he was awesome last night. I think he it captured the passions of the people. Sure, like Bob said, he was a little arrogant, but he reminded me of Trump in that respect. Yeah. I felt like he saw through all those, uh, I say, fakers out there. But, um, you know, it's hard for me to look at some of those people after knowing what I know. Yeah, I will tell you that it, it, he struck me last night uh, as uh, optimistic, having the optimism of Reagan strangely, even though he said it's not morning in America. Um, he strangely still had that Reagan optimism. Uh, he has the uh, the fighting spirit of of Donald Trump, uh, and I, I I thought it worked. I do think that he stepped over the line a couple of times, and I can see how people thought that he was was uh, arrogant at times. Um, yeah, and especially if you don't know him. But uh, I give him a break on that. This is his first time ever this, doing this. Yeah. I thought he did a really good yeah. job for a first timer. Yeah. I also say he's getting hit on one fact check that I, is not true in my understanding of it. And again, I, I've seen some of the DeSantis people uh, tweet this stuff out. And, and uh, just to get the record straight, there's, he said on stage, the report is that, and a lot of me, mainstream media uh, is reporting this as well, that he said that climate change is a hoax. And then they're going back to his book where he's, he said, I believe climate change is real, but this is what we should do about it. As I remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think he said the climate agenda is a hoax. I think he did too. And that is a totally different point mm-hmm. and is consistent with what I think he wrote about in his book. So I, I think he is getting a little bit of an unfair beating Let's on go that to the, uh, the audio or videotape. Uh, okay. Oh, oh wait, wait. Hold on. I got the puppet can't. right here. Yeah. <laughs> the climate agenda is a hoax. Wow. See? That's what he said. So there you go. Thank you very much. Uh, let me go to uh, Stephen, North Carolina. You watched Tucker's interview with Trump last night. Hey, Glenn. Privilege to talk to you, man. Thank uh, you. Yeah, I, I was disappointed. Uh, I was really, you know, Tucker left Fox, and I just felt like the interview that we got, that could have been aired on Fox. That was like Fox material to me. I was looking for the Tucker to come out to really press Trump on the issues Tucker has told us about that's been really concerning to him, Ukraine, the vaccine, these type things that just kind of, I don't think got enough play last night in the debate. And I think with Trump, I was really hoping that Tucker would take it to Trump, ask some tough questions, because I'm very curious to know where he stands on that many years later after, you know, we're kind of in this weird lull of COVID and we hear the rumors of what's coming, but where is Trump's mindset on COVID? What does he really think about warp speed now? What about the whole Fauci thing where he let that guy just kind of take over the presidency? I really wanted to hear that. was kind of disappointed in Tucker and with the interview. I just feel like it kind of fell flat to me. I tend to agree with you. Um, that I would have liked to see just because we are entering, not to go back and relitigate, but we are hearing rumors about the new COVID mandates that are coming. And, you know, I, I was disappointed that it didn't come up in the Fox debate and it didn't come up with Tucker. Where do we go from here? Mm. You know, can we, can we all agree that this was bad and should never happen again? And should somebody pass a law? 
to make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah, and I'll say, too, I think the energy of the party is against funding Ukraine right now. Voters are feeling that way in the Republican Party. The overwhelming percentage of lawmakers in the Republican Party support funding Ukraine in some way. And it's important to note that Trump said yeah. he would send even more weapons than uh, than Biden wanted to send to, to do this. So pressing him on that would be interesting. That doesn't mean that Donald Trump's out of line with Republican thought generally. It's a very well-represented place. Everyone's beating up Mike Pence and, and uh, Tim Scott and Nikki Haley for holding that view. But Trump has at least indicated he's pretty friendly to that view. And I, I think a lot of his supporters aren't. So like, I think that sort of stuff would have been interesting to examine with someone like Tucker, who's so good at interviews. I think he would have been. I, I, here's what I think um, Trump meant by that. I will provide arms if they don't come to the table and I'll provide more arms yeah. than they can possibly do. It's, it's like his the, it's negotiation. Like the North Korea thing. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. He's, he's saying he sort of a, a lot on both sides because he thinks it's going to advance a negotiation. Yeah, okay, back in just a second. Are you tired of not only paying far too much for your mobile phone service, but also knowing that some of that exorbitant amount of money that you're shelling out every month is going to support causes that you don't believe in? In fact, you stand against one of the best things about living in a country where, for at least now, there's still a free market where you can choose. That was one thing in the Donald Trump interview yesterday. They talked about cars. They talked about the green agenda. And he said, I just don't understand this. You know, these cars, these electric cars, they're not good. They're not good for distance. They're, they're not good on the environment. Everything is coming from China. All of the batteries are coming from China. What are we doing here? And uh, he went into saying, we have to have a choice. Let people buy what they want to buy. And that just seems like a foreign concept right now. Well, here's a chance. You have a chance to get away from the big three uh, mobile phone companies that are selling our souls out every day. They're selling our country out, I believe, for what they're fighting for. Patriot Mobile is fighting in the other direction. The only Christian conservative wireless provider offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you get the best possible service in your area. And when you make the switch, you're letting the world know that you support the Constitution and, and the American way of life. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Beck. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values and save money while you do it. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. Let me get to the first scientific poll on who won the debate in just a second. First, let me go to Tammy uh, listening to us, I think, in New York. Tammy? Hi, how are you? Very good. Um, I'm calling in because I am a registered Democrat okay. in New York State, and I am not happy with how the country stands right now. So I needed to see what other options, uh, even meaning on the other side of the fence, uh, what they had to bring to the table. Um, mm. I thought DeSantis last night held his own. He had a lot of points that I was um, interested in. Um, I thought Chris Christie um, did his standard talking above everybody. So that pretty much <laughs> got me in the same place that every one of his debates has gotten me in the past. Right. 
Um, and that being said, not many other people kind of jazzed me. So I think in the future, as as much as I have, have voted um, on the Democratic side, I definitely want to learn more about the, the Republicans. And right now, things are kind of leaning toward DeSantis. So what is it, Tammy, that has made you, you still haven't changed your affiliation, you still claim to be a Democrat. What is it that is is changing you? What is What's happening in the world that is opening your eyes to say, maybe I should look for something else? I will say this. I am I am a fixed income person, and I know for a fact that what I have in my pocket at the end of every, what I used to have in my pocket at the end of every month is now not even there at the end of every week. Mm. And that does not help um, anybody, uh, especially me. So that being said, and seeing how the past three years has just taken more away from me, increased my health um, costs, and um, it, it's just, it's very frustrating. Um, I went to the grocery store yesterday. It was, it was the most depressing thing I've seen in I years. Know. I know, it's crazy. So I, I, it needs to be changed. And so in order for it to be changed, we have to make the changes and me maybe Voting for another party is what I need to do. So, Tammy, I'm just trying to get a, a, a handle on um, how you may have seen the world or, or are seeing the world. What is the cause of that, in your opinion, of the prices going up? Um, I think I've seen more lately that the United States just seems to give and give and give, but to other people, not to our own country. Um, and I think some of that, you know, I've always said it is not the United States world to completely police the world. Uh-huh. And if, you know, some of the, the money that's that's going overseas and, and helping them, whereas, you know, I haven't seen one dollar be mentioned about what happened in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. That's frustrating. It's very frustrating. It's very sad. Tammy, um, I, uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I've seen the price of groceries go right through the roof. I worked with a lot of people in the restaurant industry. They can't put a plate on their menu for the same price, even close to what it was. COVID did not help. COVID did not help one I, one little bit. Um, and the problem is, is we're not rebounding from that the way everybody thought we would have. I would love to continue our conversation. If you wouldn't mind, I'd love to get your phone number. Um, I'm interested in in hearing somebody in transition, which whichever way they're going, you know, towards a Republican or towards a Democrat, to, to see what is opening their mind. Thank you so much, Demi, for calling, and thanks for listening. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right. So you are in a situation like Tammy, where you are going and you're looking at your money and it doesn't last the month. It doesn't last the week, as she said. It's inflation that is really the problem. We are spending far too much money and they are just printing more money. And so the value of your dollar is going up. It's not that prices are going up. It's the value of your dollar is going down. That's the real problem. So what are you going to do? Well, I know people who have up to their eyeballs uh, credit card debt. They've put everything they can on the credit cards. 
And now they're sitting here and some of them, some credit cards are in the 30 percent range now. You got to get out of that. Um, maybe American Financing can help you. Please call them now. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Get your, your, your credit cards under control and consider consolidation loan at AmericanFinancing.net. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Take advantage of the $25 off offer right going on right now with the code DEBATE. Seth, Seth Dillon is with us. He is the CEO of the Babylon Bee uh, and wanted to get him in today to talk a little bit about the uh, debate and where we are. What did you think of the debate last night? Uh, well, I went on the Internet um, <laughs> where people tell me what to think. Yes. And yes. <laughs> yeah. So what did, you, uh, what did, what they, did they tell, tell you? Me, what did they tell me to yeah, think? Yeah. 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 Well, I, I will say this. I, I don't know how to judge how how someone won a debate like this because mm-hmm. there's so many people on stage vying for attention and right. sometimes the person who gets the most attention is the winner even if they didn't do the best right um i feel like that was probably vivek because yeah i mean the, it seemed like it was like pence and vivek going at it like half the time right there was and, a lot of back and forth between them right and um, pence was kind of creepy didn't yeah you think? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, at the beginning very smiley like excessively smiley yeah. <laughs> and, and then I, went a little dark yeah and yeah. that kind of well, that was a little weird for me yeah but i i mean look I, uh, to your comment it was his first time and he handled himself very well yeah mm. um i think he really did but um i don't know how to pick a winner in these things yeah, i don't I, know i think whoever we're talking about the most whoever people are either attacking or praising the most is the winner of the thing and yeah. so you just have to kind of see who's trending on twitter i guess so or x wh- sorry what x the, what if, yeah. <laughs> yeah like that's gonna catch up uh it, who was the official winner yes daily mail came out with the first what i've seen scientific poll for what that's worth um who had the best debate debate performance number one was vivek ramaswamy 28 percent mm. ron DeSantis number two 27 percent mm. mike pence was number three 13 percent I think I'm not surprised by that. I mean, because to your point, he he was aggressive. He was very aggressive and engaged. You know, he got in the middle of it. And, you know, his views, I don't think, are exactly aligned with voters right now in yeah. the party. But he was aggressive and he he was in the middle of those 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 fights. He had some good points mixed in there. And for a guy who has really not made any noise at all. And all you're talking about is turning up the volume a little bit, right? He was so active. Had there been a fly on his head, it probably would have flown off. Yes, <laughs> yes possibly, yeah. questionably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tim Scott was next at eight. That one was strange because I didn't think he made, he didn't really he seem made, to stand out at all to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Nikki Haley, 7%. Chris mm. Christie, 4 Doug Bergamentum at three. And Asa Hutchinson at two. <laughs> Poor Asa. <laughs> oh, man. I wish we had the transporter from Star Trek because I would have beamed a lot of them right back up. Uh, so you also have uh, the book about gender, the Babylon uh, Bee Guide to Gender. Not a single question about this. No, that was shocking. Not yeah. one. I noticed that. Not one. Well, you've got Fox running the thing, right? Yeah. And Fox is, has been under some fire recently from the right for being kind of like squishy or possibly even like pro trans on some issues you yeah. know um so i was not really surprised by it but i was disappointed that it was, i mean it's like that's like the cultural issue of our time right now it's the reason we wrote this book well so, does this help us define a woman <laughs> because uh i uh, you know there's there is a test in here listen we are not 
biologists. Right. So this you can't. Uh, you so, can't know. So, I, so I, we wouldn't be qualified, qualified to give you a definition yeah. of woman. Yeah. Well, uh, your test, uh, still not sure if you're a woman, take the test. Are you always uh, cold? <laughs> no. No, I no. am always Stu cold. Is. Oh, yeah. So crap uh, one has, has a human ever popped out of you? No. Uh, I no. don't think so. Right. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Have you ever decorated a bed with six or more pillows? Uh, I refuse to answer. Uh, <laughs> can you tell the difference between cream white and rustic farmhouse white? Oh, yeah. I refuse. Glenn definitely can. Glenn's got two points so far. Yeah. Um, have you ever... Have you run into a curb in the past 24 hours? <laughs> Be honest, Carol. Do you bleed like for an extended period of time at regular intervals? <laughs> uh, does it take you over three hours to decide what you want to eat? Are you currently a member of at least three pyramid schemes? Uh, Again, this is just this just allows us to draw general inferences, though. But because right. we're not biologists, we can't right. say definitively yeah of course but, yeah but this course. quiz will give you a good idea right do you find simple movie plots hard to follow uh do you frequently describe your emotional state as fine when you're not mm. in fact fine is your starbuck drink order anything other than black coffee do you listen to Harry Styles? Do you know who Harry Styles is? That's great. That's great. So we had this problem, you know, for most of human history, um, we didn't have science. We were all a bunch of bigots. And we yeah, thought sure. that there were just men and women. Right. And then science was invented very recently. And they determined that <laughs> men can get pregnant and that women can suffer testicle injuries. Mm. And so once scientists discovered that, it opened up this huge, right. you know, uh, awesome opportunity to explore the gender spectrum sure. and, how, and how truly infinite it is. Yeah, sure. I, I was really happy that and Nikki so, Haley multiple times pointed out that she was a woman because how else would we know? Right. As onlookers, we wouldn't know she was the only female candidate, but she pointed it out like every three or four. She words. had to say it, right? Yes. But is she a biologist? Does she know? Does she even know? <laughs> yeah. Does she even know? That's a great point. I mean, well, that's a, I, I make that reference because I mean, this was that that that's comes from the Supreme Court. I know nomination. You've got a situation where you've got somebody getting confirmed to the Supreme Court saying, I cannot define what a woman is. That's how insane yeah. we've become. And I think, too. That's I'd... how insane we've become. And so to satirize it, you really don't have to satirize no. it. No. no, you don't. You really just have to hold it up there yeah. and say, look how absurd this is. And, yeah. and, they and that's kind of what this book does. Yeah. We're not, we don't really have to go much further than well, you Democrats. Can't. Yeah. And that's you can't. The... Where else do you go? Right. Right. I, I tell people all the time, they think our job is easier than ever because the no. world is so crazy. And I say, imagine if your job is to write jokes that are funnier than what Democrats are doing in real life. That's your job. <laughs> it's impossible. Good luck. Yeah, That's why you guys hard. keep predicting the future, right? Like exactly. You yeah. keep writing these fake articles and then they come true like six months later. Yeah. 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 We have a lot of those. There yeah. are times when I honestly look at something and laugh because I think it's you. Right. And then I'm like, oh, dear God, No. This is real. Well, we just there's just that uh, I think it was New York Times op-ed about how elections are bad for democracy, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, we yeah, had made yeah. a joke about that, and that's another one of those ones yeah. that came yeah. true. It's just, yeah. it's wild. So, are we are we close to the end yet? I mean, <laughs> end of the insanity, not end of the country or anything else. But are I mean, there are some. For instance, comedy is coming back, yeah, and it's coming roaring back. Yeah, I think um, you're seeing things that just. Three, four years ago, you would have never seen. Right. Never seen. Well, 
when you, in comedy you're saying? Yeah. Um, I, I do appreciate that there, and I think a big part of the shift will be when comedians start taking this stuff less seriously and actually joke about it. This mm-hmm. is one of the problems that we've had from my perspective doing humor and satire is there's so, so many of these comedians, especially the late night talk shows, stuff like that is just propping up the popular narrative and not challenging it they're, and poking holes in it's it. It's almost propaganda. It's, it is propaganda and propaganda is not funny. No. Um, but then you've still got guys like Bill Maher, for example, who I disagree with on almost everything. He did a monologue on the whole gender issue and talked about how crazy it was. He joked about how when he was a kid, he wanted to be a pirate. Thank God no one scheduled him for peg leg surgery and eye removal. And that was funny. And and that those kinds of jokes, people don't understand the power of comedy to undermine these bad ideas and make them seem absurd. And I, my, it's been my contention for a long time. I've said this for a long time that the absurd has only become so popular and sacred where you can't even criticize it because it hasn't been mocked enough. Well, that is the one thing that dictators and authoritarian authoritarian figures hate the most. Yeah. Being mocked. Yeah. Because once once they mock you, I mean, look at look at how popular comedy was when they were mocking the right. Right. And and you had John Stewart, you had all these people mocking the right, mocking and our it society. It and was it very effective. Worked. Extremely effective. Absolutely worked. And then all of a sudden all those shows went away. Well, it's working in the other way now where they're all in support of the narrative and the powers that be. And so they're not challenging it. And so that just allows them to maintain their power instead of undermining it. And the comedian's primary job, really, besides making you laugh, which is really rule number one, is to is to speak truth to power, right? Just doing mm-hmm. it through humor and mockery and making fun of them, poking holes in the popular narrative. So I think I think if we if we do that, if we start seeing comedians do that, if people start to really wake up, especially now that kids are involved in all of this, you see parents waking up and speaking up about these things. If people actually get the courage to start challenging this stuff and pointing out how crazy it is, yeah. then I think we do. The pendulum does swing back the other way. How much of that do you believe? Well, it all depends <laughs> on if that actually happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it actually happens, yeah, I think we yeah. make a lot of progress. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll be the the lone lunatics who seem like lunatics who are still saying that two and two make four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, is your job at all kind of depressing? Because you're pointing these things out and you're, I mean, comedy is fun. Yeah. You know, it's fun. It's hard work, but it's fun. Um, but when you're writing it and then you see it come true, do you ever sit around <laughs> with everybody going, oh God, man, what? I mean, this. it is disconcerting <laughs> when the jokes come true. It is. I mean, we do get a laugh out of it. It's always a, it's, we have this list. We have a spreadsheet where we're tracking the f- fulfilled prophecies, and there's <laughs> nearly a hundred. I think we're at like ninety-seven or so. That's like crazy. we're about to hit a hundred of these. Where over the course of the last, the, the B was started in 2016, so we didn't have a lot of them early on. But lately, it's been ramping up, and they're coming true more and more quickly. Sometimes we'll publish an article, and within a matter of hours, it comes true, and it's reported in the headlines. So uh, that is disconcerting. Can, can we get that list? I'd love to go over that. Oh list yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, like right now. Well, no, no, no. Okay, at some time. Yeah, but yeah, it's a spreadsheet. I think I have a link to it in my uh, in my in my bio. I have like the link tree, and I, okay. there's a link to it oh, in there. Okay. Someone could pull it up if they wanted to. But yeah, but yeah, we have a lot of we track them in a spreadsheet. So it's insane. It is disconcerting. It, it is some somewhat depressing that the people think that they often criticize us. Our jokes are too close to reality, and that's why people believe them. And that's not the case. It's that reality is too close to satire. Correct. And that's why people believe our jokes because the real headlines. You remember the headline from a couple of years ago? I think this is a great example of how 
shark attacks are being rebranded as negative interactions because it's like <laughs> stigmatizes the sharks as these violent creatures. I'm like that is comedy. It's right. comedy, yes. but that's in the, it's in the New York Post. It's a real headline. And so like those kinds of things, it's just you laugh or cry, Glenn. I don't yeah. know. I mean, what I know. Do, what I do? think you're going to I think we're going to come back when we're past this emotionally. Yeah. Uh, and we're, you know, away from it. And we've hopefully you know, rediscovered the truth. The truth will be rediscovered. It's just whether we destroy ourselves completely right. before we rediscover. Before we have to rebuild but, from the ground up. Correct. But right. it will be rediscovered. And when it does, people will look back at this time. I mean, this they will write about this period of, of history in so many different ways. The dis- yeah. I think the destruction, the way the left has pulled this off is brilliant. Yeah. It, it, it's, something it's happened to- quickly, too. I mentioned Bill Maher a minute ago. Dennis Prager was on Bill Maher's show oh, a few years ago. You remember this clip from like, yeah. what is it, 2018? I don't know when it was. Yeah. Not that that not that long no, ago. No, I think it was And 18. he was talking about how they were starting to put tampons in the boys' restroom. Mm-hmm. And Bill Maher and his audience thought that was hysterical. You're out of your mind. You're making that up. It's not really happening. I mean, yeah. that's how quickly it's it's so, gone. So but. tell me, when, when you've, who's this book targeted to? Me? <laughs> or is this is this a book that because I, I really I want to ask the people who have gone down this road where I've got to have tampons in the boys uh, room. Yeah. Um, you would have thought that was insane. In fact, you know, the the, uh, the clip that you're talking about, they did. All the Democrats just, in the room thought it was crazy. All of them thought it was crazy. Yeah. There's no new evidence that has been, you know, we haven't found, hey, look at this. You know, it's a removable penis on, right. you know, on old bones that we found. Right. It, it, nothing has changed. Right. Except people have just told you that you have to say these things and this is the new science. Yeah. Do, do you think people will pick this up and maybe, maybe go <laughs> second guess it? Yeah. I think, I think they I'm, might. So one of our most popular articles ever was about how a motorcyclist identified as a bicyclist and set a world record. And it went ah, crazy viral. Great. It got like 6 million or 8 million shares or something like that on Whoa. Facebook. And I got a stream of emails, a steady stream of emails from people, no joke, emailing me straight face saying, I didn't really understand the men and women's sports I- issue, what the issue is. I thought it was all about tolerance and acceptance until I read this article. It, it like made it clear for me how, how crazy this is. It really does actually have an impact on people's thinking it when does. you draw out the absurdity of it that way by, by putting it in a humorous context. So I don't know. Can you hand this book to a liberal Democrat who's <laughs> on board with all this stuff and they will all of a sudden renounce all of it? I don't mm. I don't know that that's necessarily the case. But I, I'm going to leave one. in. But the a reasonable person, <laughs> reasonable person reading through this, I think, will find a lot of it funny and they'll find it funny because it's true. Yeah. And like you said, the truth, you can't you. The truth will assert itself. Yes. At some point. Yes. And you can't overcome that. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for being here, Seth. Uh, yeah. The uh, name of the book is the Babylon Bee Guide to Gender. It is uh, pre-sale right now. Comprehensive handbook to men, women, and the millions of new genders we just made up. <laughs> uh, Babylon B. Thanks, Seth. Appreciate it. Thank you, Glenn. Kim wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, I've been taking Relief Factor now for a month. It's hard to believe, but my back pain is gone. When I first heard about it, I thought, who would ever believe that? Now I'm full-fledged believer. This product it was really a miracle to me. Thank you so much, Relief Factor. Kim, thank you for writing in. I know from experience, Relief Factor tried to get me to voice commercials for them for about two or three years, and I wouldn't do it because I'm like, that's not going to work because 
ibuprofen is a joke to me um and never were oh you got inflammation take i'm gonna write a prescription for ibuprofen 800 shut up doesn't work my wife made me try this uh she was tired of hearing me uh whine about things tried it for three weeks it amazingly worked for me took me out of pain relieffactor.com try it now call 1-800-4-relief 1-800 the number four relief relieffactor.com this is the glenn back program Thank you so much for listening today, um, and thank you to all all the puppet makers. They're they're unbelievable. I've got I've got to show them on online. Show all of them. I mean, does this does that look not look like Mike Pence and Mor- Morocco puppets? Yeah, Morocco puppets. And, and that one is uh, that one's Bergamania. This one is Asa. And uh, where's the other? Oh, here's the other big fat one. I don't know who that's supposed to be. <laughs> I don't know. Very large. I mean, people just, they, I mean, it's just amazing. I, I love this audience. I, I, I couldn't believe it. When I got a call yesterday afternoon and somebody went to the P.O. box uh, that we gave out, I think, one time. Yeah. And uh, they said, oh, you have puppets. <laughs> oh, you have a lot of puppets. Uh, I just can't thank you enough. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for being part of uh, our family every day. We will uh, see you tonight online. I've got uh, a podcast for Blaze viewers only with Steve Dace. And uh, then we're back here tomorrow on radio. I have some, I think, some pretty big news for you tomorrow. The Glenn Beck Program.